Hey, 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 it is the Hoops Talk. Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, we are back. It is a new episode of the Hoops Talk. We're doing it actually a day early today because our lovely Pisces queen, Kendall, is birthday. Woo, 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 woo. Kicking off the Pisces season. It's Pisces (laughs) season. It's Pisces queens. Yep. Kendall, tell us. Well, we're going to start with you. Mm. What are you doing? What have you been up to? What's happening, Pisces Queen? Tell us what's going well, on. Well, tomorrow, February 27th, is my birthday. So official. I took a few days off. Mm. And yesterday I went skiing for the first time ever. Wow. And I was so fucking good at it <laughs> that my private instructor said I was a natural born athlete. So, excuse me. I know. I'm looking for Olympic tryouts now, and <laughs> I will be at the next Winter Olympics for Team USA. <laughs> Watch out. I'm trying to bag a yeah. snow bunny on the slope. <laughs> that too. What? That too. Oh yeah. my gosh. So yeah. where did you get snow finally in Utah? Uh, well, I mean, literally all of Utah, but where I am has been getting snow. <laughs> there's, a, there's a mountain called Brian Head. Okay. Uh, it's an hour, it's about an hour and a half down the road. Okay. And it's a, it's a good learning to ski or snowboard type mountain because it's not very crowded. It's mm-hmm. not like some giant resort mountain town. It's just mm-hmm. kind of nestle, nestled into this, the woods. Okay, and uh, yeah, so my mom and I just decided that we were going to go skiing. It's been like 20 plus years for her. I've How does she do? How does she do uh, on the run? Well, uh, her, <laughs> she's a little sore today. We'll <laughs> that she had bigger issues going up the, um, they called it the magic carpet, which is like the conveyor belt. That oh, yes. Okay. The top of the, mm-hmm. you know, bunny slope. Yes. Um, she had issues with that. She kind of busted her ass a couple of times. And then she had an issue getting off of the lift and ate it on there <laughs> but she did really well on the skis going down the mountain so did she uh, do what karen what was that thing you said pizza tacos yeah. or what was it kindle <laughs> said they did it in the lessons pizza yeah. french fries pizza pizza french fries okay yeah. okay yeah so, so yeah. tomorrow though is the official day Tomorrow's the official day. Yeah. So I was skiing yesterday. Today I did a little hike around St. George and there's like some rocks and stuff to climb. And I filmed with my camera. And then tomorrow we're going to go to the Valley of Fire and do another hike. I love it. And then Sunday, I guess I'm just going to chill or find something. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Go get get a COVID safe massage or something. Yeah. And I've yeah. been eating carbs. I, I took a couple. I took, yeah, okay. I took yesterday and today and tomorrow okay. off from my diet. And I've been eating okay. like a freaking dumpster. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I've got this sick sunburn. I Yes. And you won't be able to see if you, we have videos. If you guys have been, you know, paying attention, we've, we've re-engaged our TikTok. I put some TikToks out there. There was a 
a real funny one with about bucket hats and another one about farting. So we are in our wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <All> sports. Yeah. <laughs> The fart, okay. the fart one has the most views, by the way. <laughs> by the way, yes, the farts does. Ha- I think it's a kink too. So like it's a fart yeah. thing. But oh. let me just let me just tell you that I started OnlyFans. Look, if you come for the farts, you can stay for the sports. Yeah, that's they, literally how this works. That's, okay, it's not even sweaty and petty anymore. That's the no. new tagline. Well, farts. here's the thing. It's like. <laughs> I could put out a sports like highlight that we've talked about, but I want you to, you know, get into the podcast. So I'm hoping to get you in with farts and then you stick for the sport. So that's kind of the, the method behind the madness, if yeah. you will, when it comes to TikTok. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we're back on TikTok. So this will eventually make its way to TikTok. And then there you can see Kendall's extreme sunburn. <laughs> I had to make a business decision. Yeah, I'm sure there is a sunburn. I mean, quite honestly, Kendall, if you just recorded the peeling on your own, doesn't have to be with this podcast, and maybe like put it on your OnlyFans, I'm sure it's a thing. That's some like Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, I envisioned it like you touch it, like ow. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I mean, look at that. So we're sort of trying to figure out how to make sunburn erotica. Oh, <laughs> man. It's a oh. YA Bridgerton erotica. YA Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so happy, you know, Pisces, Pisces Queens, I myself being a Pisces, Karen being part of Pisces the Pisces Venus. community. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad, you know, because right now for Pisces rising, Venus is in our house and it's all about like self-care and loving and adornment. So I'm so happy that you're taking it upon yourself to do those things. So thank you. It will thank not you. become an astrology podcast, but just saying it's in there. It's we got there. some parts that we can have some parts. We have some parts. I'm glad that's happening. Give it a little flavor to Utah, even though, you know, it's still Utah, it's but still with some Utah. flavor. <laughs> It's still Utah, but if you enjoy nature and the outdoors, Utah is not a bad place to be. There you go. There you go. We like it. Um, Karen, you, if you see this video, she's got roses in her hair. She's got her hair on point as always, and her JLo glow is happening. Tell us. Nails done. Nails done. The whole situation. What's happening in your neck of the woods. Well, I must be feeling that Pisces rising in Venus situation with my mm. Pisces Venus, because usually it's a hot mess on the pod. <laughs> uh, first off. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's been a busy week. Um, okay. I moved again. What? Yes. Into a two bedroom. Okay. Here we go. Drum roll. Ladies, you know this, but our viewers do not. Oh my God, here we go. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. This is breaking news, people. Breaking news. <laughs> it's finally out there. It's finally you. out there. So I was telling Kendall, I got to make room for the baby daddy and the baby. Oh my God. So we knew there was a hoops talk baby on the way for a minute now, but it wasn't official. And now it's official. Oh my God, Karen's having Thank a baby. Gosh. I got a big ass basketball in here, guys. Like <laughs> it's already gotten that big. 
Oh I'm over here losing God. weight on keto. I'm over here eating carbs, gaining weight. You know, it's, <laughs> you have a human inside of you. It is okay. It is okay. <laughs> it is absolutely okay for you because you have the human inside of you growing. Oh my God. Yes, we have known. And we, <laughs> every episode, I'm like, can I say something? Because I'm so <laughs> nervous that I'm going to let something out. So anytime I'm like, hey, Karen, so what's going on? Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> this has been torture for me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, well, that is always good news. So, Yay. Karen's having a baby. When's it due? July 25th. So it's slated to be a Leo and it's a boy. boy. It's a Leo boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) I already know. Oh boy. (laughs) Dad's a Sagittarius and they can deal with each other. (laughs) That's a very good point. That's a very good point. So we got another hoops talk baller in the house. Yes, my starting lineup is growing. No kidding. Oh my God, we're so excited. We're so excited. Well, we're, you know, try as we can, you know, with what we have right now. I just thought, I was just talking to my sister. She's on the waiting list to get the vax because she works at um, a community college. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, so she's on waiting list. So much fun. I cannot wait. We're going to bust this house open in the desert. (laughs) I saw a coyote the other day. I was on a Zoom with our friend of the pod, uh, Marcy Marshall, Aww. Rip City Roller. Mm-hmm. Her birthday was on Thursday. Pisces belated, Queen. Marcy. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, belated. Marcy. I'm talking to her and I see a coyote right outside my window. So I take my laptop, <laughs> show <laughs> the coyote. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Wait, you were outside with the coyote? Yes. Wow, you are. I, it was a little bit nervous. Different human. <laughs> <laughs> you are just one with the animals now. Fucking Pocahontas over here. <laughs> I am Pocahontas. I am seriously Pocahontas. Like my, I, I was wearing braids. <laughs> <laughs> I was. What is it? The the wind. The just feather in the wind. The river bend. <laughs> I was just around the river bend. I was literally around. I mean, the river bend. you do have your white man. John Smith. I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Nice. I'm married to him. I was like, I need to know the wonders of the white man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going down in this desert house, let me tell you. So um, as always, we're going to do a little house cleaning before we go on our first break. Um, please download the uh, Good News Radio app. We premiere there at 630 every night, so you can listen to us there. Um, you can also subscribe to us on Spotify and other places that you listen to podcasts and make sure you review and like us so that we can get some SEO going. Um, we are very active on TikTok <laughs> since I've taken over for our intern. <laughs> so I'm trying to make the most hilarious TikToks. I did a duet that was actually pretty funny. So it was a good one. Right? That, was, that good was hilarious. One. <laughs> <laughs> so check us out on TikTok. We're at the Hoops Talking. Um, you can also check us out on Twitter. We're at the Hoops Talking Pod, and of course on Instagram at the Hoops Talking. So check us out on social. Um, and that's it as far as our house cleaning. So when we come back, we're gonna go jump into sports headlines. So we'll we'll be right back. And we are back. Woo! I think we need to start this podcast off 
hot with the brand new news that came out today that Renee Montgomery, hot. former WNBA player for the Atlanta Dream, is now a co-owner. Ooh, hot. I mean, awesome. okay, not to not to like be a dead horse, but as I said in the last podcast, right? I talked about how Draymond Green was yelling at reporters about things he wanted to like change. And I'm like, well, you know, that's valid, but how about you do something from the inside out? And I think Renee Montgomery being a co-owner of the Atlanta Dream is doing exactly what I'm talking about here. So the WNBA approved the sale from the former senator and racist Callie Loeffler. Bitch. To a, exactly. To a three-member investor group of real, with the, uh, that includes real estate investor Larry Gottsendinier, which I'm probably saying wrong. Um, the former dream guard Renee Montgomery and then the president of the Gottsteiner's Northland Investment Corp in Massachusetts, Suzanne Hebert. So it's a three-part co-ownership situation. Um, but Renee Montgomery is going to be the first former player to become both owner and an executive of the WNBA team oh, cool. that she was playing with. Okay. Um, and in, uh, co- you know, interviews, because this is like huge news in interviews, what she's saying is she cited uh, Diana Taurasi as the person that inspired her to start even considering ownership. And then she also cited uh, Naomi Osaka, who invested in the National Women's Soccer League, the North Carolina Courage as well as Candace Parker, who we know invested in Angel City, the the, uh, National Women's Soccer League team in Los Angeles, as real inspiration for her to invest. Um, It was pretty much voted unanimously, the WNBA and the NBA uh, board to approve it. And Montgomery herself, uh, in quotes, you know, she's talking about that she's trying to set a tone and that in her quote, she says, she's breaking barriers for minorities and women to be by being the first former WNBA player to have both a stake in ownership and leadership role with the team is an opportunity that she takes seriously. I invite you to join me as the dream builds momentum in Atlanta. And I got a lot of this. Um, I, I think she had a, a, a conference call with the commissioner and the other uh, part owners. Um, it was reported by several you know different outlets. I followed Meredith Cash, who was the one I was looking at her tweets. Um, But, you know, they talked about, um, you know, and there was also alluding by the commissioner that they're looking um, at expansion, potential expansion, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about. And and Hannah uh, Withiam on um, Twitter, as well as Christina Williams of uh, Girl Sports News, they also confirmed that that was something that they said. So, Tell me, guys, what are you thinking about? What's going on? What, how are you feeling? Because I screamed. I was just like in heaven with the one that it was Renee Montgomery, right. two that it was the Atlanta Dream because of that Kelly Loeffler racist Trumpster mm-hmm. senator. And also the implications for, you know, as we're seeing more women invest, but in particular, how we talk about the WNBA and, and those things. So I was overjoyed. So what, do, what are some things that you that came out for you? 
with this new news? Do you want me to go, Karen? To me, um, it's just a reminder that women get shit done. Wow. Black women get shit done. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you hear all the time of like problematic NBA owners and like how Mm -hmm. long does it take for them to get booted? And then like the complacency among the players who have way more revenue and income Mm -hmm. to own or part own a team. And I mean, it was just barely what last season that the women, the WNBA women were getting decent salaries. So for Renee to even be able to be a part owner, I mean, first off, she's probably money smart and has been stacking. And for her to just take ownership, especially for her home, the team she retired from. I mean, that's, there's so much there. um, And it just, it's like a huge sigh of relief for me, I think. And it's only like, better things to come. Like, I don't think totally. this is the end of it. Right. Totally. I totally agree. How about you, Kendall? Cause I know Kendall, you worked with her for the uh, voters playbook that um, you created at Yahoo sports over this last election. What are your thoughts as someone that works with her, worked with her and kind of had more of that, you know, uh, one-on-one, uh, you know, with her? Um, yeah, I'm excited for her. She's an amazing person. Um, out of all the people we worked with on that project, she was like ready and like red, like just re- like couldn't sit still and was just like so pumped to like be a part of it. So um, I know like that was, you know, she took off this last season to be more involved in um, stuff that was happening outside of sports and in the communities more. And I think that's when she really like found her voice and like, I don't know, like a passion, I guess that was, you know, obviously basketball is a passion, um, but you know, another side of that passion. Um, And I think it's awesome that she's, you know, there aren't any sport, men's, women's professional anywhere. There are not a lot of women owners, right? Um, There's definitely not a lot of, of black owners. There's definitely not a lot of black women owners. Yeah. (laughs) across the board so for her to be you know part owner of of the team that she used to play for is awesome and especially because she bounced that racist ass bitch out of there absolutely not only did you get the boot kelly loffler but you got the boot by a strong black woman i love it like that's awesome i love that i love that somebody who totally deserves it renee is such a kind human and like i said she was just so ready to go and so excited um you know to talk voting and politics Mm. and social justice and all that like i guarantee that her teammates on the on the dream are just so pumped to know that she's gonna be meeting them owning and a team is not easy biscuits okay no no a lot of responsibility a lot of power a lot of power that's such a great point karen because the power associated with owning a team i mean that's why everybody wants to do it and so little people do you know yeah total power play so there is that double-edged sword that's going to be on her but i mean us as huge champions of what she does and 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 her as a human being we, we want this it's gonna it's just it's already good like i'm already good <laughs> you, know, you brought that up but i wasn't even concerned i'm like we gonna everyone's gonna protect renee like yeah. that's not hands down the league the fans like 
she's good yeah and it's just another form of representation like Mm. having not only having a woman you know be uh owner of your team but like a woman that played the game and knows what the athletes are going through and um you know the ups and downs of being a woman athlete (laughs) professional athlete like now you have somebody in a position of power who has actually been there and lived it so like just another form of representation yeah I would like you know if Renee there there's going to be stumbling blocks right there's going to be things that were like oh what's that about I just would hope that the same energy that was given to Jay-Z that was supposed to be doing the NFL insider (laughs) yeah you know, we could have had someone better than the weekend on the Super that Bowl halftime. Halftime show ever. Worst I mean, I thought Jay Z was supposed to help from the inside out. Let me see Rihanna doing the Super Bowl halftime show. I want Rock Nation out there. I know his lazy ass can get out there. <laughs> right? I'm like, hello, Jay Z. The whole <laughs> energy that you were supposed to be doing from inside out with the NFL. I would like to see that. Where's that? Is no Beyonce. He Uncle Jay. This is why no one showed up. He couldn't convince anyone to, you know, their comfort zone across COVID or NFL. That's why it was, it's trash. It's trash. I mean, <laughs> even the commercials weren't even good this this year. It was boring as Super Bowl. Jay Z, I I need to get you on the hotline. The bling yes. be like the hotline. hotline bling. Be like, could you, who? What? What are you doing for better? Drink and <laughs> Let me tell you, I will fucking rock to some Drake. I don't care. Oh, hell yeah. I'd rock to that too. Unfortunately, it's emo as hell, but I don't care. It's in my wheelhouse. (laughs) I will too. I would hotline bling. It's a bop. I don't give a shit. I agree. (laughs) Take care is iconic. I'd have my Riesling with ice cubes in it, rocking it up. Fucking views (laughs) is iconic. Stop. <laughs> Me, my coyotes and birds and my iced wine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm take care of vinyl playing in the background. I mean, I'm like, I'm like a hip hop Snow White out here. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Red lips, fair skin, black hair, you know. <laughs> well, I just want to see the same energy because all I'm saying is Jay-Z went in there to do something insider with the NFL, blah, 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 blah. And then we got the weekend. <laughs> so, right. I just want the same energy. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't know Brad said the weekend's music is like alternative R&B. Look, I'm like, what? Look, the weekend is fine. Like his first albums that he came out with that were like balloons or whatever they were called. They were like Coke-centric erotica situations. Oh, Coke-centric. And I'm fine with it. Like, I'm okay with it, but I, I don't need a whole halftime show of him, like, looking in mirrors. I'm just, I don't know. Like, and now you, around like he's on FaceTime, like your parents on FaceTime. Yeah, exactly. And then having, like, the whole bandages, yeah, which was kind of yeah. weird, like a nose job situation. I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, a COVID thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't try to read too much into it, but at least it wasn't Coldplay, so you got that. But still, Jay-Z, Hotline Bling, <laughs> calling you up. I yeah. Need, I Jay-Z should have just had a halftime show. Holy I would have watched it. Right? I, yeah. I would have watched it. I saw him and Beyonce. It was a good show. I wonder if NBA is going to do anything since it's all like one day all-star. 
anyway, we'll get into that because I have that on the agenda. Little pump? I don't know. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Lil Pump, no. <laughs> Wait, that's a that's a rapper's real name I just made up for. <laughs> I think it's like, real. I think it's not real. I'm pretty sure it's real, isn't it? Is Lil Pump real? Little Pump is real. I think it is real. <laughs> A little, little pop. Well, now I'm nervous. I'm Googling this on the work computer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's real. He's real. All right, um, it's like all those other white look, white rappers that have colored dreads and trashy face tattoos and stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like the one, what's the one that just got out of prison or is in Yeah, prison? the snitch. Who's the snitch? What's, what's his name? What's six his one, name? Six nine? Six, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six nine. Six nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Six nine six nine. Yeah. Post Malone's like the clean cut version of it. <laughs> <laughs> Think about what you just said. Post Malone is the clean cut. Yeah, because he had the nasty Dookie dreads. <laughs> well, he just covered like a Hootie and the Blowfish song oh, too. That everybody's going wild. Hootie. 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 Of course you do. <laughs> I went to a Hootie and the Blowfish concert in high school once. I had front row. I had front row uh, seats or standing room. We got there real early. <laughs> yeah. Are you like in love with Darius Rucker or what? I don't know. I just loved who. I love the music. I don't even remember oh, what they sing. <laughs> Want you to hold my hand? I don't even know their song. If you heard it, you would know. Okay, who maybe. <laughs> Someone just was asking me about Smash Mouth. Name. Get out of here. Someone just asked me about Smash Mouth recently. What about them? If they were like playing live shows during COVID, which I think they might be. Who's I just feel going like, to a look. Smash Mouth show during the <laughs> pandemic. Well, who's going to one without a pandemic? Without a pandemic. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest, even the juggalos were like, we can't have the gathering of the juggalos because of COVID. So if they're smart enough to not have the gathering, then I think Smash Mouth shouldn't be Isn't doing. Isn't Smash Mouth over sixty five? They shouldn't be going out there yeah, doing. Smash that Mouth show. didn't really. They did that song for the um, Disney movie or whatever, the ogre one. All Star. Oh yeah, hey yeah. now, you're an all star. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the song they? Did? That yeah. is it. That's all they had. Shrek. Yeah, and the Shrek song. And the Shrek song. Wait, oh, the wait, Shrek song is wait. different than that one. Go to a Smash Mouth concert and you hear two songs and then you bounce. Like, what, what do you go to a Smash concert for? <laughs> Nobody like play All Star so I can leave. <laughs> play All Star over and over again. Play All Star so I don't have to get stuck in traffic. <laughs> I just, I would love to meet somebody who knows every single song on the Smash Mouth. Oh my god, get on the pod, please. Yeah. Well, I know it goes like. Somebody once told me the world's gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> she was looking. I don't know. I don't know the rest of it. With her finger and a thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. <laughs> well, you're not coming and then don't stop. <laughs> it's karaoke time. Okay, I know a lot more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Nobody's, then, like, nobody's popping yeah. 
smash my CD on a yeah. road trip and going like, go to track number four, please. <laughs> no one's all, hey, who brought, did anyone bring uh, uh, Smash Mouth's greatest hits? Because it would be hit, greatest it would be hit. It would be All-Star and the Shrek one that none of us can think of. I don't know the Shrek one, but I know they did the Shrek one. Did, oh, did they do one called Staring at the Sun? Oh, God. Might as well be. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Liz has a lot of Smash Mouth. How do you know this? <laughs> it's a curse. It's a total oh, curse. I don't know. The only know. trivia, the only trivia I know, I know about Smash Mouth is that they're called Smash Mouth in association with Felicio. Oh, I did not. Know. I the reason I know that is, do you guys remember when DJ Khaled did an interview saying he didn't give his wife head? And yes. Smash Mouth tweeted at him and was like, <laughs> "Kings, kings, you know, treat their queens right, you know." Or some shit. I should look it up. You got, oh well, my Smash God. Mouth makes sense. I didn't put that together. <laughs> Neither. I never wanted to. Well, now that's totally inappropriate <laughs> to have him on a Shrek soundtrack. <laughs> This is now. <laughs> okay, there. I found it. I found it. A king. What did they tell him? They replied, "A Not king who doesn't is no king at all." Yeah, because he doesn't perform oral sex on his wife. <laughs> oh, oh, and another he one. He did deserve that burn from Smash Mouth. <laughs> he, <did. laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> okay, moving <Yes>. on. <laughs> So back to the All Star game. Back to actually, stars. <laughs> we're not moving that fast. We have another a few things before we hit the All Stars. Um, moving on. Oh, I thought this was interesting too. The WNBA teams have partnered with Anthem Healthcare for a historic, one of a kind partnership. So we got the New York Liberty, the LA Sparks, Atlanta Dream, and the Indiana Fever uh, partner with Anthem. Um, their anthem of Blue Cross and Blue Shield to combat racial and health inequities and promote social justice initiatives within each of the four teams' local communities. So again, again, we just talked last um, episode where, you know, there was a lot of conflict around NBA players doing PSAs, which we agreed that, yeah, you know, they shouldn't have to do the PSAs. But then you have on the WNBA side, these teams – you know, fronted by very, you know, uh, leadership women, Neka Umake being one of the LA Sparks. You have um, uh, Sabrina Ionesco over in the New York Liberty. You know, you have these teams with leadership that are saying, we need to get health care that is right for all. As, especially because we know that Black women in, uh, you know, with their health care are, completely underrepresented or completely yeah. not being given the health care that they deserve. Yep. Um, it's been documented and they themselves, you know, their pain regulation, the, the uh, mortality rate uh, with pregnancies. And so they would, again, I mean, this is like a theme yep. from the inside, they're going to change it, you know, instead of just being like, okay, let me like yell at reporters about this, which they can do too, you know, because they want to use their platform to bring that. But then they're saying, okay, I've let the outlets, I've used my platter, now I'm going to like actually do something. And I thought that was really powerful too. Yep. Um, moving on to the NBA. 
So the All-Star Game is still slated to be on um, March 7th. Is that right? Um, Wait, or is that the... Is March 7th the date or is... Okay. And I don't know when they're going to do the... I think the second or something, they're going to do the teams, draft the teams. Mm -hmm. I know. So Devin Booker (laughs) made it to the All-Star team. The way he made it is so gross that's just like an at that talk about asterisk next to shit that is an asterisk it's like in the freaking nfl when all these dudes who are in playoffs are getting like into the pro bowl and then they can't go so then all these other scrubs end up going to the pro bowl and then they call themselves pro bowlers and it's like no asterisk asterisk you are not a pro bowler you're just there because all these guys are still playing you're <laughs> actually good well, let me tell you, LeBron tweeted that it was, you know, that uh, he, Devin Booker, is the most disrespected player in our league. Simple as that. And then he followed that tweet up by saying, followed by Dame Dalla. And so basically, soon to be Los Angeles Laker, Devin Booker. Oh, stop. <laughs> He'll be a blazer. <laughs> so, so Booker is what? He should have been in voted into the All-Star game the right way. Thank you. Agreed. Chris Paul should not be in there. If there was any player from the Suns that should have been there, it should have been him. Yes. And he shouldn't have to get his slot because Anthony Davis is hurt. That's doo-doo. Well, that's what happens. I mean, I it's a thing. And, and he's going to be playing with LeBron, so he's going to get the taste. Stop it. <laughs> Soon to be Laker, Devin Booker has now joined the All-Stars. <laughs> he's going to be loyal to the Suns forever. I wouldn't mind him being a Laker. He's cute. Of course not. You would take anybody who's good. I wouldn't mind him being a Blazer either. But let's get some loyalty back in this damn game. Hey, Booker. Hey, no loyalty. No loyalty. KD, Kyrie, they all blew up loyalty. I'm sick of the same teams winning over and over. It doesn't make it. Valid. Valid. Well, I'm, I'm just, you know, here's the thing. We're going to talk about stats. We're going to go into the stats of the NBA. But, you know, the, here's the thing with the Lakers. Yeah, they are not, they don't have Anthony Davis. Okay, here's the thing. You look at the starting lineup for the Los Angeles Lakers, and it's the same starting lineup that we were dealing with when we didn't make the playoffs. Okay? Yeah. Besides the fact that Montrez is there. What you don't have, you don't have Schroeder because of protocols. This bitch could not be at like, you know, he couldn't be at a party that was less than eight people or whatever happened that he has to be in protocols. You got Anthony Davis who has legitimately an injury because we've known him to be a Mr. Glass type of person. So you're getting a starting five. I saw Jared Dudley getting pulled off of the bench in the last game against the Jazz because it was garbage time before the, like at the beginning of the fourth period. Dudley. Over 38 minutes per fucking game. So it's it is not good. I agree. It isn't what we want it to be. We need Anthony Davis. There's never been a question in my mind there isn't Anthony Davis. So I, you know what? Here's the thing: it's like no one should be surprised that this is where we're at right now because of the situation. And two, Anthony Davis is gonna come back. 
So everybody needs to calm the F down. It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to go to another team. Oh, all of a sudden the jazz is my team. And I'm like, yeah, that seems real easy to roll when the homies are down. But you can't just rule them out because Wait, did of, we just you know, skip the okay. hoops off? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now? You guys are like fourth in the West. You're not down. Exactly. But people act like it's over. I'm fine with you guys being over. Oh, no. You guys are third <laughs> in the West. You guys are. You guys are over. <laughs> okay. We're going to look at. So we're moving to the standings. Look. For the Eastern, okay, I don't care about the Eastern Conference right now. <laughs> no one cares about the Eastern Conference. In the Western Conference, what we got going is we got the Jazz, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Sun, the Portland Trailblazers, okay, and the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> hey, can you look at number seven? Let's come on. We've warmed up. Golden State Warriors are number seven. The Nuggets. Then uh, the, the Nuggets. Last place is the Timberwolves. God bless. Carl Anthony Towns looks really good, though. Like, he's still looks really good. Cat Edwards looks good. Come to the bay. Yes, Anthony Edwards looks really good. I think Anthony Edwards would be good on the Trailblazers. I mean, we'll take anybody that, you know. At this point, yes. Um, Good to be Trailblazer, James. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, so yeah, so we're talking like um everybody in the top eight are over eight hundred. I mean, I'm sorry, over five hundred. Um, the Grizzlies are holding on. So now they're you know, with the whole playoff games. These guys, you know, in eight, nine, ten, they still have like a lot of availability to try to get into the playoffs. So you have that. Um, I mean, the Lakers, they're going to be fine. I don't know. Everybody just like t- wants to jump off a cliff anytime. Like they've been, yeah, they've been losing. They're turning balls. I mean, the Eastern Conference, only the top four teams are over 500, and the Raptors are right at. <laughs> we'll say the heat, heat made some moves, though. It went from like eighth or ninth to oh, good for them. Ninth. Yeah, I see that. The Celtics really fell from uh, from Greece. Man, they took a nosedive. They're on ninth place right now. Kemba's been out a Six, lot though. Who? Seventh. They're in seventh. So the 76ers, I mean, they're having Embiid is having a moment. Him and Ben Simmons are having moments. The Nets, which is not surprising. The Bucks. Man, Giannis is like, let me put you all on my back. We're going to do this. <laughs> I am the Greek freak. We're going to get this done. Um, Pacers. Oh, which, by the way, Ballaholics proposed two trades. Oh, me. yeah. He was supposed to do it on the last episode, and I was supposed to remind you to take a look. Okay, I took a look, and I laughed out loud because first off, he wanted he wanted to give me LeBron James and D'Angelo Russell, who's injured, for Bam Adebayo. Oh, yeah, and 
and um, oh. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. And I told him, uh, no, not going to happen. No, I, I laughed for 10 minutes straight. But and what was the second, the second trade, one? The second trade, he wanted to trade me for Giannis for LeBron. No. no. LeBron. Go. Okay. If Le- if AD was still there, then okay. I would have done the trade. Okay. But now LeBron is like literally going to wear himself out before he even gets to the play. I'm like, no, he can't. He can't sustain. Like he's, they're going to have to make some adjustments. So, so maybe know, who would you trade for LeBron? I don't know right now if I would trade anybody for LeBron. Oh, wow. Ow. I don't know. I mean, Where's the loyalty? no, no, you need to stop. Because there's a difference between fantasy and reality. In reality, LeBron's my boy. You guys know this. Yes. But in fantasy, I don't know. No, no. if he's not on your know. team and you're not willing to give anything else for him, he's not your boy. No, he's definitely you don't, you don't have Damian Lillard on your team. Yeah, because somebody snatched him up. What, who am I going to give to him? Terry Rozier? You want Jordan Clarkson for Damian <laughs> I'm in sixth place. I need everything I can get right now. <laughs> I I mean, I but Giannis for LeBron? Would you do that trade? No. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Okay, if I had Giannis and someone was trading me LeBron, yes. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> She's trying to work it for her you baby. Daddy. No, he's number one right now, and I'm pretty fucking pissed. <laughs> We're over here on the bottom of our own damn league, and this guy's like basketball is his third sport. Like he's, I'm he's telling you, it's always the new guy. We didn't even want him. <laughs> We needed someone. It pisses me off. We needed one more person. And it was him. And of course, he's in first place. It's a bullshit. Stuff about basketball. And then I'm like, how are you number one? He's all, I play to win. I'm like, ah! No, no. Get out of here. <laughs> it is beginner's luck. Everybody knows it's beginner's luck. It's a bullshit. <laughs> get out of here. I play to win. <laughs> You can get the fuck out of my face with that. Try to get in your good graces because, you know, he stole LeBron from you. So, that, mm, but like mid season, it's like, bro, he's older. It's a deep. Yeah. <laughs> he should have thought, he should have, I, I would have been on the hype train prior to now, but now at the second time, second half, which by the way, they just did the second half schedule. I don't even know who my team's playing, but I know like for the New York Knicks, it's not a pretty scenario. Um, but I do know, I mean, looking at the New York Knicks, what they're in they're in fucking sixth place. What? I'm, they're in sixth place oh, in the East. the East. But let me get, but you know, honestly, like they don't have pressure. True. So I mean, that's actually really good for them because then I mean, fuck, Julius Randall made the all-star. Let's not let's not forget that. Forget that. So that's some crazy shit. Let's see if we know like who's going to be in the second half here. I mean, as Do- you know, Dolan got Corona, so is he just still suffering <laughs> side effects and keeping low? I fucking hope so. You know, they just opened it up for um, fans in New York. Oh. Yeah, for the um, the uh, the Warrior game, they lost, but yeah, they let fans in. 
Let's get COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Yeah. So anyways, they have the, they have the second half of the um, games and they have it like broken down per team, which you can see. Let's see. Let's look at your warriors here. What's going to be for the warriors. Cause they're also like, not everything's going to be televised. Um, I don't know. Have you, let's see the warriors there. You know what? It's too much. They need to have a, a, an a easier way to look at the, yeah, this the way thing. they did they it. Don't, they don't. Have it's it. awful. It's awful. And the NBA app is terrible too. So whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's basically uh, my hot tip for your fantasy is don't trade <laughs> anyone right now. Uh, so far, so good. You know, and just stay the course and make sure you do a starting lineup. And let's see what happens after this all-star break, because I have a feeling there's going to be some postponements in the future. Oh, fuck yeah. I have a feeling. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that there's going to be some postponements. Some shit's going to go down, yeah, especially crazy. with COVID. Yeah, the Warriors have a crazy coughing on each other at All-Star. Currently, as we speak, by the way, the Trailblazers and the Lakers are playing. And I I knew this, but also um, I received a text from Rip City Roller that says, um, yesterday we were friends, today rivals. Rip wow. <laughs> So quick, and you got her the best. <laughs> we gotta, yeah, we gotta hop in the uh, the chat room here. But... <laughs> uh, in true Piscean fashion, <laughs> you're in one day, You're out the next, <laughs> <laughs> without a single care. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> She's just like I'm in and I'm out. Frenemies. Here we go. So yes, so that is what's happening on the NBA front. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to, when we come back, we're just going to take our hoops off. So down and dirty with the hoops off when we are back and we'll be right back. And we are back with our final segment, the hoops off, where we each get one minute, take our hoops off and talk about something that's bringing us rage, joy, whatever. It's just rant and it's for us. So hope you enjoy it. Karen. You're going to kick us off with this one minute hoops off. So are you ready? Ready. Ready. Mark, get set, go. I just want to take my hoops off on anti-racism, specifically right now, anti-Asian racism and sentiment Mm. that's been going around. People are going around beating older Asian people. Um, And first off, the media is not covering it. Because why, I guess, you know, we fall trapped into this model minority. Um, Then second, they're using it as a way to then target other minorities who aren't always model minorities. And I'm going to talk about Black Americans. And so then they're creating division. And I want to remind people, hey, all of this model minority uh, bias against the Black community, this is all brought on from white supremacy so that we fight each other and not fight them. So don't fall fucking victim to it. Let's protect our brothers and sisters and love one another. All right? Deuces. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I've been reading a lot about that and it's 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 insane. Yeah, like, and 
I didn't mention it, but Jeremy Lin was called coronavirus like recently mm-hmm. during a game, either in Florida or here, and um, they're investigating it because that's some bullshit. Well, I know he posted about, and he mentioned like, even because I'm on the court doesn't make me exempt from the people doing this to me. Yeah, just like so, we see all the other. Remember Kyrie, all the other players. Yeah, the president, the Raptors, like. Yeah. Well, that was, that's the one thing we've always said too. It's like, you have to understand that like social justice is for everybody, yes. you know, everybody black lives matter so that everyone's lives matter. Yes. Yep. And I wish people could understand that more. Yep. Oh, man. All right, Kendall, you are going to go next. Are you ready? Ready, Friday. All right. Three, two, one, go. Um, so mine is on taking a break from social media. So recently I took a break from Twitter and not necessarily like not, you know, the other ones, but mostly Twitter just because that can turn into a huge cesspool and a dark Mm -hmm. place sometimes. And anyways, I mean, all social media can, I found myself trying to keep up with the Joneses comparing myself to other people's careers or where they were in their life, the news cycle, Mm. everything just got to be too much for me. So I decided that I was going to take a step back, which is difficult because I work in social media. But for my personal account, I just needed to step back. And I haven't been on Twitter in probably over two weeks now. And I got to just say that it has been a glorious (laughs) two weeks that I haven't really even noticed that I've been off of it. So if you are falling into that same, you know, mental health, you know, is taking a toll because of social media and comparing yourself to others on it, then I would suggest taking a step back and focusing on other hobbies. I love that. I think it's so, again, back to the theme of understanding your boundaries and what your body is telling you um, and you're glowing. (laughs) <laughs> literally yeah well <laughs> yes I will say that I mean if you yeah it's a big thing but no that's really good that's super smart it's super smart and I know it's hard for you and us being working in social to do that but you have to you have to you really do if it I mean I it just got to the point where I was like, it was sucking all of the creativity out of me because I felt like I had to keep up with every event that was happening, even the ones that I didn't even really give a shit about, you know, but it's like I had FOMO for shit that I didn't even care about before social media. And, you know, like there's just more to life than followers and retweets. And there are definitely some people in my life who have, um, decided that they would prefer to be internet famous and block people if they get unfollowed and and stuff like that uh but it's it's just so petty and stupid it's like this isn't worth it and yeah I get that people put the best parts of their life on social media they don't necessarily share the the dark and the dirty yeah which is something you have to keep in mind but you're not going to always keep that in mind when you're scrolling through and seeing all these amazing pictures of people yeah. getting married or engaged with their kids, getting the new job that you want, you know, like it's Agreed. hard to, to keep reminding yourself. So for me, I just needed to take a step back and do other things. Well, I also think it's really important because, you know, we talk about like one of the things that I try, I tell my clients is like, once you really get that momentum, you got to keep it up. Mm-hmm. And you're feeding a beast to people you don't know. Right. 
so that you can get the validation that you need for whatever it is the goal is, whether it's to sell something, whether it's your brand, whether it's to make yourself more desirable to a certain casting or portfolio or whatever. And um, I like to really educate my clients on before we go on this journey, this is the reality and you're just going to have to do it. And so for, you know, cause I, you know, people are like, Oh, why aren't you verified? Why aren't you in 10,000? I'm like, because I don't need to be right. I'm getting my paper. Right. And I, I don't, yeah. And I don't need to be telling everyone my business to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's, that's the thing. And it's like, anytime you post something on the internet, specifically Twitter, you don't know whether it's going to take off or not. And then it's like, you've got people in your mentions saying, oh, well, why did you say it like that? Or, you know, you're never going to please everybody. And that was all that was giving me anxiety was like, am I saying something wrong? Am I going to offend somebody? Yeah. Um, am I going to get canceled for saying I don't like oranges or some shit? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And it was giving me anxiety. I mean, I'm not out there saying controversial shit, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm talking sports or whatever. It's not right. controversial stuff, but, but like people take it there and it gives me anxiety just like thinking about it. So it's yeah. better for me to just be like, I honestly, I contemplated not too long ago in private. Yeah. You no, know? but I just didn't because I'm like, well, I have to work and, you know, I need people to see like, mm-hmm. I need to have access to certain things, which if you go private, then you stop getting access access to certain things in the app. Um, But yeah, it's a real thing. So yeah, good for you. I'm really happy that you did that. And I hope, yeah, I hope other people, you know, realize that you're going to be okay. There's other (laughs) things out there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're proof. You didn't blow up. You didn't light on fire. You didn't like, you, you know, glowing, I'm destitute, you know, homeless or whatever. You're, you're good. I'm a world-class skier now. So you're going to be an Olympic skier. So it actually worked. itself. Yes. It worked itself out. Um, who wants to time me for my final situation? Who's got me? Who's got me? Let me get it right. All right. And So I want to address the fact that FK Twigs recently was asked by Gail King why she didn't leave her abusive relationship from Shia LaBeouf. And even Gail King was like, you know, I don't know if I should even be asking this. And basically FK Twigs said, you know what? I don't think you should be, that question should be asked anymore to the people that are, have, you know, suffered from abuse. We shouldn't be asking that. What you should be asking the abuser is why do you keep abusing someone and making them a hostage with your abuse? And I think that that really is important because I think we take in the accountability away from the people that are actually doing the damage and not the people that are suffering from the damage. So like when you say like, oh, we're going to have a book club and we're going to talk about like racism. And then you have like black people come into the conversation. They're like, why do I have to teach you all about this? I lived it. I don't want to have to relive my trauma. And I really feel like I myself have suffered at the hands of abuse and I don't want to be asked those questions any longer. So why don't we start asking the abusers some of these questions instead of the victim? So just saying, just saying, and I love Gail King and I love everything about her and the way that she chose to ask, I think was really smart, Mm -hmm. but I love that FK Twigs was like, no, I'm not going to answer that anymore. And I think you should, I think people need to stop asking that question. It's so, I, yeah, it's like, 
why do I have, why does anybody who's a victim need to be, or, you know, in the, in that position need to be asked why someone chose to be the abuser? Right. Yeah. That's like asking America why we put up with Trump for four fucking years. Oh, well, that's a whole ball of wax, but yeah, it's very true. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, and I just think also it's so relevant because, you know, we, you see so many sports figures who've also had, you know, assaulted their partners. Yeah. And yet the partners are the ones, or the person who was the abused right. person has to answer the, all these questions. Yeah. They're always like, yeah. oh my God, homegirl should have just left, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, or like, of course you wouldn't leave because all the money. Right. You right. know, and it's like, why are they being called out <laughs> and well, not the person that did it? It's like that the whole Me Too movement when that all started. Oh, yeah. Why didn't they, come, they out come out? Sooner? Yeah. Why Why did they wait so long to come out? Uh, la, la, la. And it's like, it's like, really? Well, how about the person that was actually sexually harassing? <laughs> we were talking about this offline. It's like the whole <laughs> argument of like saying, teaching women how to not get raped rather than teaching men not to do rape, not to rape yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They'll be like, full-on week-long seminars about how women can defend themselves and like what to wear and how to walk and what to carry your keys between your fingers all this stuff but there's never a seminar saying like okay let's not rape yeah let's be a better man 101 let's learn how to handle our not rape yeah if someone pisses us off don't go blocking them and Seriously, respect people's agencies to tell you things when you're a dumbass. Like, yeah, yeah, it's true. It is true. But luckily, from we learned in this episode, the future is female, and what we're seeing with these women being becoming co-owners of WNBA teams, breaking their own news. Uh, you know, going out there in their communities to fight social injustices in the healthcare system. Uh, so much good. And with that, we're going to end the episode on an up note about female energy because it's our show and we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening to the hoops talk as always you can subscribe to us uh, across other you know platforms we ask that you download the good news radio app where you can listen to our show premiering wednesday nights at 6 30 p.m this episode is being recorded a day early because our pisces queen kendall is having her birthday on this weekend so We might miss some of the headlines, but it's for a good cause so that she can go and celebrate. Um, As always, you know, we want to thank our listeners and um, we also want to keep it sweaty and happy. We out.